Hello guys, this is your host, Michaela Philo, and welcome to McKay's Mindspace. Hi guys. So it's Monday morning, 11 a.m. I'm drinking a hot green tea. I just finished up some Pilates. I just posted a YouTube video. I've done my morning routine. I've journaled. I've stretched. I've just, I've got it all done this morning. I woke up this morning feeling very eager to reset and recharge. And I'm just taking advantage of that motivation. So I'm finally back in Cleveland for the rest of the year. And I feel like being back in Cleveland kind of just motivated me to get back into my routine. You know, I know this area really well. I know all the fun hot spots. I know all the good gyms, workout classes, like parks, coffee shops. You know, this is my area. So I kind of thrive here. And when I got back to the house in Cleveland, I was like, Okay, I remember I used to wake up super early, stretch, journal, make my coffee, go work out. Like, I need to get back into that. And something I'm really trying to hold myself accountable for is getting back into that consistent routine. You know, I was in a good routine these past few months, but I also have been traveling so much and experiencing new things that I feel like my energy was focused on that and how to thrive in new environments and new locations. And that was really good for me. But, you know, I don't have any excuses now that I'm back in Cleveland, if that makes any sense. I felt really good. You know, I'm going to, I haven't journaled as much as I used to. And that's something I really, really want to get back into doing like super consistently and almost every single day if I can, because I've noticed my anxiety has been kind of sparking up a little bit more than normal. And I know when I journal, I talk through things better with myself. I notice I have a more clear state of mind and I learn a little bit more about myself. I teach myself things and I'm more organized throughout my days when I kind of wake up and make that little list of what I want to get done. I could talk about this forever, but I'm just feeling very motivated and I really want my episodes, I I really want to focus on my goals now that I'm back in Cleveland and focus on posting more YouTube videos. I kind of fell off with that from focusing on my podcast so much and I want to learn how to balance both of these things and school and my life. So... Um, there's a little background on how I'm doing right now. <laughs> Something else I've um, really got into lately is golf. <laughs> I've only went golfing once and I'm going golfing later today with my little brother and I have a golf lesson set up for this Thursday. So I'm getting into golf. I also ordered a bunch of cute golf clothes to inspire me to continue keeping up with golf. Like I'm just trying to explore more hobbies. And as I'm getting older, I'm like, golf is like the perfect 
thing to get into. You know, it's mature. There's a lot of events I could start going to when I travel and there's these beautiful golf courses. I can go golf. I can do it with friends. I could do it by myself. It gets me outside. It gets me moving and it's something new. And if you know me, I love to do new cool things. So we're on my first few weeks of golf. Um, I'm going to keep you guys updated on how this new hobby is going and my getting back into my routine is going. Okay, I've definitely just spilled everything that was on my brain in a matter of like a few minutes. So so I hope you guys enjoyed that. Let's get into, you know, what this episode's about today. It's it's not about golf and it's not about my morning routine. We are going to be talking about what actually nourishes, hydrates, resets, aligns, connects our body. You know, I I talked about the primary foods in one of my last podcasts about, you know, like our self-care, our social environment, the things that feed us mentally and emotionally and spiritually. And now I kind of want to get into what we like to call our secondary foods, which is the actual foods. And these are what are known as our vital nutrients. And I really want to explain each category of vital nutrients in an easier way and break it down because this is really where it starts. When, you have, when you've got your mental and emotional side down and now you're really starting on the food part, this is where it starts. One of the biggest things that people bring up to me all the time is that they don't know where to start. They hear a diet that works for somebody else. They see stuff on Instagram. They hear things, you know, that personal trainers have told them to do. And all of these things are pretty good. But what I always explain to everyone is that what works for somebody else might not work for you. We are all bio-individuals, which means that we all need our own specific and unique needs. But we all need water, vitamins, minerals, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. Those are our vital nutrients. So when we're talking about our vital nutrients, these get broken down into two categories. We have our first category, which is our macronutrients. And then we have our second category that is our micronutrients. Our macronutrients are our carbohydrates, our fats, and our proteins. And our micronutrients are going to be those vitamins and minerals. So I'm going to discuss those two, break it down for you guys, and really dig deep into both of these topics. All right, so let's go ahead and start off with macronutrients. So the easy way to remember this is, you know, the word macro in the front of nutrients. Macro just seems bigger, right? So everyone always talks about carbs, fat, and protein, which is what macronutrients is made up of. So let's go ahead and start with carbs, since everyone in the world is fearful of carbs. Um, I'm definitely here to tell you to not be fearful of carbs. Carbohydrates are great. They are our main source of energy. This is what literally fuels our body. And I know that those two phrases are kind of said a lot. So you're like, what does energy for our body mean? What does fueling our body mean? This is literally what 
makes your body have energy and move and have the long capacity to do things all day long and the long mental capacity to do things all day long. We need carbohydrates to thrive in life and to feel good physically and mentally. I love carbohydrates. I can't get rid of them. They keep me full. I feel more satisfied when I eat, when I have just a little bit of carbs. But there are two different types of carbs, and this is what I think people get stuck on. So there's simple carbohydrates and there's complex carbohydrates. So those simple processed carbohydrates are going to be your sugar, your white bread, your white pasta, the baked goods in the grocery stores like cookies and muffins and things in the bakery section and, you know, bagels. Those are the carbohydrates that don't help us thrive, that don't nutritionally benefit us. They may spiritually benefit you and make you mentally feel good when you eat them. But long-term, they don't provide us any health or nutrition benefits. And I say that with a grain of salt because there's nothing wrong with splurging, splurging and eating these every now and then. But be cautious and know that it's not nutritionally benefiting you. What our body thrives off of is those complex carbohydrates. These are going to be our starches, the carbohydrates that are full of fiber, whole grains, beans, legumes, fruits, and veggies. These are going to be our complex carbohydrates that are really good for us. So I love vegetables and fruits like apples and potatoes and broccoli and carrots and zucchini that are a little bit heavier, so to speak, but they're giving me a lot of nutritional value. I love, you know, whole grain, whole wheat, sourdough, rye bread, brown rice, jasmine rice, quinoa, corn, oatmeal. These are all carbs that you shouldn't be afraid of. They're filling us up and they're giving us energy. One gram of carbohydrate is four calories for our body. Now, I don't get real, you know, I I don't really watch my calories and I don't count grams. But I do just say that just so you're cautious. And I would say the number one thing you should look at when you're doing, when you're eating carbs is just, you know, watch your serving size. If you could be cautious of your serving size and making sure that you're reading the label and just checking that you're in that area of one serving size, then you're not, you're not doing anything wrong. You aren't going to gain a crazy amount of weight if you eat complex carbohydrates, but, but you do need to be cautious of your serving size and that's where people go, go wrong. So summary, first area of macronutrients, carbohydrates, they're simple versus complex. We want more of the complex, starchy, fiber, more filling carbs that provide us a nutritional benefit. And we do want to watch that we're having just one serving size per meal. All right. Our second category of macronutrients is our fats, also known as lipids. So these are going to be 
nine calories for one gram of fat. So this is why you as well, same thing, want to be cautious of your serving size because that one serving size of fat is is higher than our, our carbs and our protein, but they still provide us nutritional benefits. We need dietary fats to absorb specific vitamins and minerals, like our fat-soluble vitamins A, D, E, and K. Now, fats can be a little tricky. There's a few categories of fats. We have unsaturated fats, monounsaturated fats, polyunsaturated fats, and then our just saturated fats and our trans fats. Our body likes those unsaturated fats. They are really good for our heart health. These are going to be your monounsaturated fats and your polyunsaturated fats. Our monounsaturated fats are really healthy for our cholesterol. This is going to be things like olive oil, avocado oil, nuts, like almonds, pecans, walnuts. And our polyunsaturated fat is going to be also good for our heart health, and this is going to be high in omega-3s and omega-6s. This is going to be more things like fatty fish, like salmon, um, walnuts, and flax seeds. These fats are okay for us. You know, these are a lot of things that we cook with or every once in a while put in our meal, and this is going to help us, like I said, absorb those vitamins and minerals that are really good for our heart health, our hair, our skin, and our nails. And then we're going to have our saturated fats. These are going to be the fats that our body does not thrive off of. These are going to be those fats that are solid at room temperature when our unsaturated fats are going to be more of those liquid-based ones, you know, like olive oil and avocado oil. But when you think of saturated fats, think about the things that are solid. So think like coconut and palm oils, butter, lard, dairy, fatty meats. And that's going to be the fat that our body doesn't like so much. That that may cause the weight gain if you overconsume. And I'm just going to say this again, same thing as, you know, simple carbohydrates. These are just things that we really want to be more cautious of. We don't want to cut out fats completely and carbs completely. We just want to make sure that instead of eliminating things, we're really just making sure we're adding in more of those healthy fats and those healthy carbohydrates. When we change our mindset to adding in more nutritional and beneficial foods, it creates a more positive relationship with food instead of focusing on no simple carbs, no saturated fats. No, always just think when you're eating, how can I incorporate more monounsaturated fats right now? How could I incorporate more fiber into my diet right now? And you'll notice how you end up eating more complex carbs and more unsaturated fats. Okay. Let's jump into our third category of macronutrients, which is protein. One of my favorite t- topics. So with protein... This is also going to be four calories for one gram of protein. Protein is extremely important for our body. And we all know that we need protein to thrive as well too. Protein is what helps us build muscle. It's the building blocks 
for our amino acids. Protein is what helps us synthesize hormones in our body. It helps with cell structure, immunity, muscle building. It's very important for us. But protein is so broad and everyone's like, where do I get my protein from? What's the best source to get my protein from? There's two ways to get our protein. And it's from animal protein and plant protein. And both are beneficial. And I'm going to explain why. We have animal protein. Animal protein is great for us because it has all of those essential amino acids. And we need all of those essential amino acids to build our cells, to build our muscles. And these animal proteins are, so to speak, our complete proteins. Animal proteins are also higher in B12 and omega-3, which is also very good for our body as well too when it comes to building cell structure and building muscle. If you do get your animal protein from lean chicken and grass-fed beef and grade A eggs and wild-caught fish, animal protein is a good option for you. You really, really want to make sure that you are, if you can, looking at that organic poultry, the grass-fed beef, and the wild-caught seafood because these actually benefit our body more. That's actually giving us all those amino acids that we need without the extra pesticides and chemicals and harmful things that go into our body. You know, when you see a farm-raised salmon, think to yourself, why would a piece of salmon be farm-raised? It comes from an ocean. It should be wild-caught. <laughs> we really want grass-fed beef because, you know, what that cow ate is what you're eating. It's, it's really actually quite easy to think about when you, when you think about it on a deeper level. So now the difference is, okay, plant protein. Plant protein is also really beneficial for us, even though it may not provide all of those essential amino acids, our plant protein is a lot higher in fiber and antioxidants, which is also very good for our body. We also, we need fiber, we need antioxidants, we need vitamins A, C, and E to thrive. So this is coming from me. You know, I used to be a vegan for years and I was a vegetarian for years and it was really hard for me to eat animal, animal protein because I was, I was really just scared. I, I freaked me out to, of the idea of eating an animal and that was all it was. I never thought it was unhealthy. I never thought it was bad for you. I just would think about a chicken and I would think about a cow and I couldn't get myself to put the meat into my mouth and that was all it was. Until this past year when I've done a, a lot more research and, on, and got a food sensitivity test done, I realized that my body needed both sets of protein, the plant and the animal. And since I have done this, it's July, I have been eating animal protein since January. I have seen the biggest shift in my body mentally and physically. I have more muscle than I've ever had in my life. My stomach is so toned. I feel more clear. I feel like I have more energy. And I think that when we have the combination of both, it's extremely beneficial for our body for very obvious reasons. Okay. That is all of our macronutrients. That, those are the three categories of macronutrients and the easiest way I could break them down for you guys. 
All righty, let's go ahead and get into the next topic, which is micronutrients. So micronutrients, easy to remember because think micro. So these are the things that we need in small amounts to function, to help our body grow, have proper development, and fight diseases off in our body. So they are extremely vital for us, and they're just as important as macronutrients. We just have them in smaller amounts to function. So micronutrients are made up of vitamins and minerals. I'm going to discuss both and explain both so you can understand. All right, so vitamins. Vitamins are organic compounds that are made by plants or animals. These help us support our immune function and chemical reactions in our body. So vitamins we can find in a lot of fruits and vegetables. Like I said, though, we can also find them in animals as well, too. Um, Like I said, animal protein is super high in that B12, which is really important for us as well, too. And, you know, when you're a vegan, that's something that's something they say you should really focus on is getting in a lot of your B12 since you're missing it from animal protein. You can pretty much get 80 to 90 percent of the rest of the vitamins that you need from all of your fruits and vegetables. And we suggest that all humans get about three to five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. So, if, you know, for me, the easiest way I do that is every meal that I make, I make sure that half of my plate or half of the meal is all fruit or all veggies or a mix of both. So for breakfast, it's a lot easier for me to get my fruit in. That's when I do it the most. Throughout the day, snacking is definitely fruit too. And then usually my lunch and dinner consume of a lot of vegetables. And it's pretty easy for me doing it that way to get in my three to five servings and get all the vitamins I need for my that day. So there's two types of vitamins as well too. There's the fat-soluble vitamins, which I discussed when we were talking about when we were talking about fats, and that's going to be vitamins A, D, E, and K. And then we have our water-soluble vitamins, which are going to be vitamins C and vitamins B. So I'm going to give a few examples of some food options for each vitamin that I just explained to kind of give you an idea of what I eat and what I like and maybe something you might like as well too. And if you know that you're kind of lacking in a certain vitamin, hopefully this will help you out. So let's start with the fat-soluble vitamins. Let's start with vitamin A. Vitamin A, this is um, really good for our eyes. So I love vitamin A. Um, I really love, I I get the most of my vitamin A from carrots and papaya. It's also in um, eggs as well too. It's in cabbage. And then we have vitamin D. Vitamin D is going to be in a lot of our fish, milk, and eggs. I also just go outside to get a lot of my vitamin D. You know, the sun actually does provide vitamin D for us. So this is something that's uh, really essential for all humans to get every day. If you don't get to go outside and get a lot of sunlight based off wherever you live or whatever the season is, I do suggest go ahead and taking a supplement of vitamin D every day. Then we have vitamin E. This one is really good for our skin and our hormones. Um, I get my vitamin E from my avocados, from almonds, from avocado oil. Um, I get this from nuts a lot as well too. And then vitamin K, this is going to be a lot in a lot of our leafy greens. So I get this a lot from my spinach, my kale, and my romaine. It's also in tomatoes. Um, If you eat meat, this is also going to be in your meat a lot. And then we have our water-soluble vitamins, which is going to be 
C and B. C is going to be really good for our immune health. This is going to be in a lot of those citrusy fruits. So like oranges, limes, um, grapes, grapefruit, tomato, guava, grapes, you know, and while we're kind of on the topic of foods, you know, like I said, I do a lot of my um, meals with fruits and vegetables. So I love to, to, to eat the rainbow. So when you're eating your, those red fruits and vegetables, you want to think of those are going to be our anti-inflammatory foods. When we're eating those orange foods, those are going to be really good for our hormone balance and our fat tissue. When we have our yellow foods, I think of like happy foods that are making my immune system feel better and it's really good for our digestion as well too. And then when we have those green foods, those are going to be really good for our cardiovascular health. And when we have those purple foods, those are going to be really good for our brain health. So really good for our learning and memorization, which is why everyone always says that blueberries are really good for eating whenever you're studying or, or working on things. That's just a little side tip and something I think about when I'm eating my fruits and vegetables. All right, now I'm going to talk about are minerals. So minerals are different than vitamins. And I think a lot of people get confused on the difference. So vitamins are those organic compounds where the minerals are going to be those inorganic compounds that exist in things like soil or water. This is what helps our cells process. This is what helps with fluid balance. It helps with our nervous system. It helps with our bone structure. It's, it's going to be those things like calcium, potassium, magnesium. So we need those kind of in larger amounts because those are our major minerals. We also have other minerals like copper and zinc and iron where these are kind of called those trace minerals because we need them in smaller amounts. So I'm going to go ahead and give you some examples of mineral food sources and their health benefits as well too and and hopefully this gives you a better idea or example as well too. So I'm going to talk about the, the major great minerals and food sources for them. So we've got calcium. That's, you know, the most common one. This is really good for our bone health. This is going to be in a lot of things like our milk and yogurt, um, kefir, kale, cheeses, and broccoli. Since I do not do dairy, I get this mainly from my broccoli and from my kale and from, from more vegetables. Another really important mineral that's talked about a lot is magnesium. I can make a whole other episode literally on magnesium, but for this episode, I'm just going to talk about some food sources here. So this is going to be really good for our hormone health, blood pressure, metabolism, nerve function. You're going to get this a lot from your spinach, your almonds, your kefir, your avocado, figs, I take this in supplement form. Sometimes I do this um, magnesium glycate and I do it in magnesium citrate. Each form has a different purpose as well too. Another really important mineral is sodium. This is really important for our fluid regulation balance, our um, muscle contraction, nerve transmission. This is going to be in our table salt, our soy sauce, cheese, milk, and bread. Um, we do want to be really cautious of our sodium. Um, they suggest about 3,200 milligrams per day. Do not excess that. That can definitely lead to fluid retention and bloating. 
Potassium is another really important mineral. This is going to help with preventing cramping, with our um, high blood pressure, heart health. And potassium can be found in bananas, avocados, spinach, sweet potatoes, squash, pomegranates. And then we have iron. Iron is a really important one. This is really important for muscle motion and strength and energy levels, uh, really a lot. Brain function, this is going to be found in a lot of our beef and meat. So most you're going to get your most amount of um, iron in grass-fed beef and liver, black beans, pistachios. I never can say this right, spirulina lentils, uh, I think I already said spinach. So for me, I definitely get this a lot from my spinach and black beans and lentils and pistachios. And then um, other really important ones are going to be like copper. This is um, really good for our metabolism health. This is going to be in beef and kale and chickpeas, quinoa, almonds, zinc. This is going to be really good for boosting our immune um, immunity. This is chickpeas, cashews, yogurt, and pumpkin seeds, turkey, eggs, chicken, mushrooms. And then um, the last one I'm going to touch on is phosphorus. This one's really good for our bone strengthening, um, getting rid of toxins out of our body and detoxifying and our digestion. And this is going to be in our sunflower seeds, milk, almonds, tuna, turkey, broccoli, and eggs. Now, I know that I just listed so many different things for you and explained so many different things, and it may be a little overwhelming. You know, I'm not listing off all these things for you to sit down here and make a list of everything I'm saying, but I'm just trying to give some examples and maybe give some ideas. The best way I make this possible for me is by eating a variety of different foods every single week, every single time I go grocery shopping. And I do this best by always making a grocery list before I go and thinking of making my plates full of color and a variety of different foods in there. You know, I always like to say my favorite thing to eat is like a Michaela bowl, and it pretty much just consists of all of the macro and micronutrients that I can. I look at every piece of food as how is that how is that ingredient benefiting my body? And as long as I'm getting, you know, in my three macronutrients and a few vitamins and minerals from fruits and vegetables, you know, I feel pretty good about what I'm eating. And I, I feel like those are the meals that help me thrive and feel my best. So I hope I didn't get too scientific on you, but <laughs> I really um, hope I could break down this in an easy way for you to understand because it really does start with our macro and micronutrients. And if we focus on our macro micronutrients and water consumption, you know, we really are giving our body exactly what it needs to thrive. And the rest of the stuff comes along the way. And that's after you've, you've mastered this and you've become more knowledgeable in this, you figure out how to make the rest of it unique and personalized to you. If you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know where to begin, just start here. Just start getting in the essential things that your body needs. And don't start off on this crazy unique diet that worked for your friend or your family member because that's unique to them. You'll listen to your body and realize what your body is saying yes and no to, and it'll be easier and it'll be a more positive 
relationship. This is supposed to be fun and exciting. One of my favorite things to do in the world is go to the grocery store and have my grocery list and just explore with new food and and cook when I get home and put all my groceries away. It's like it's such a therapeutic feeling to me. I hope you learned something and I hope this was enjoyable and didn't feel like a science class to you. Um, if you have any questions or want me to go in deeper about something I talked about today, please feel free to DM me or just ask me. I, I would love to chit chat about some fruits and veggies with you. If there's a specific nutrition topic you'd like to hear me talk about more outside of this, please let me know as well too. I really would like to get more into nutrition and health on my podcast and in my future episodes. And, you know, I'm really enjoying my nutrition program and I'm really excited to start up a few things at the end of this year for you guys. And I'm just really enjoying this and I, I'm very passionate about nutrition and health. So thank you so much for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. If you are enjoying McKay's Mindspace, please give it a rating and follow. And thank you so much for listening, guys. I love you so much. Go have a beautiful day. Go get some fruits and veggies in and just be kind to yourself. Okay. Bye, guys.